Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Honey Breathe Podcast. I am your host, your the person that's talking right now, the one, the only is. Okay, that was quite an interesting intro. I hyped myself up a little too much, but you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? But anyways, um, I am really nervous. But first of all, how are you? I hope you're doing well. I'm sending a lot to love your way. And yeah, I hope you're taking care of yourself. I hope you're setting time for yourself, making time out of your day to focus on yourself and your mental health because it's really fucking important. Like I preach in every episode in this podcast. But anyways, I thought that I get that out of the way. Um, today's episode, I know I say this every episode, but I've literally tried filming this episode like three times and I don't like any of the times. And so we're starting over. We are starting again and hopefully it works out well. This episode is going to be about sports induced anxiety. And I'm really fucking nervous to talk about this episode because a lot of shit's happened to me as a result of this stuff and I've grown a lot from it. Um, and due to it, and there's a lot of shit, and I don't want to, like, get too into it. Obviously, I'm not going to get into too many specifics, but I also think it's, like, important to, like, share my story and share how it's affected me, so hopefully someone can listen to this and be like, holy shit, okay, this isn't just me. Like, I actually, like, okay, like, I, I don't know. I just want someone to feel like they're not alone when I'm saying this, so that's why I'm going to be talking about it in a little more detail. Um, this is an interesting topic. I think some people are just not going to want to listen to it. And some people are going to be like, okay, this is my time to shine. This is my time to like tune in because I think it's a really important topic, um, to talk about. And I don't want to talk about it. And I don't want to feel like I'm targeting hate to anyone because I'm not trying to do that. I'm just, I don't hate anyone point blank period. I don't hate anyone. Um, if I have any, and like, I don't know. Some Do I regret? How, no, I can't say that. I'm trying to figure out how I can phrase this. I There's some people that what they did to me was fucked. And it, it's just that. Um, I don't hate them. I just hate what they did to me. Point blank period. I hope they're doing well in life. I hope they're becoming kind, loving people like I know they're meant to be. Um but yeah, that's that. Anyways, so today's topic is definitely a big one. I know a lot of people struggle with this. I know I have I've struggled with this forever. And I just think it's important for me to share my story. Like I just said, my story. Oh my God. Like my experience with sports-induced anxiety. And some people might think this is really fucking ridiculous. And they might think this is really fucking whack and they just don't want to listen and that's fine. If you are just simply going to listen to shit on me, you know, for your sake, please um, log off now because, or turn off the podcast episode now because you know what? You would just, it would just not, it would be a waste of your time because it's just like, why would you spend time hating someone else? Um, anyways, to get that out of the way, because I'm like really nervous because I think I said in like, the people are complicated episode. I talked about like how nervous I am of posting episodes because I'm nervous of like getting some sort of backlash or getting more judgment. Like I'm really fucking nervous and I'm scared because I'm like, oh my God, people are going to hate me. People are going to think I'm a shitty person, but it's not that at all. I think, oh my God, since corny, but like speaking your truth and saying like, okay, this was my experience with this. If like, if someone is like embarrassed with the how the way they treated me or the way they treated someone else, then they shouldn't like they shouldn't blame someone else for bringing it up. It's like no, you need to like I, I'm speaking my truth and saying what exactly what happened and how I felt. You can't invalidate my feelings anymore. I'm not like that's not happening anymore. And if you aren't happy with the way this turned out, then maybe you should fi- like then maybe you should focus on fixing yourself and focus on working on yourself and make yourself a better person. Like I feel like. People are scared to speak up about shit like this because it's like, oh, no, no, I don't want to, like, hurt anyone. I don't want to say anything to offend anyone or whatever. And I'm like, well, if they treated you in a poor way and they treated you like shit, that it's not your fault. You shouldn't have to, like, 
if they come at you and they're like, why did you say all this shit? You're like, well, this is actually how it went down. This is how I felt. And like, I don't, and if you're embarrassed by the way you treated me, that's your shit to handle. That's not mine. I've moved on. I'm at peace. Um, that's at least how I'm thinking of it. But anyways, let's get into the topic. I, first of all, I was a gymnast, um, for, oh my God, it was for a while. I don't know, like eight, nine years. That sounds, no, like eight years. That sounds about right. No. Yeah. Eight, nine years. Um, I was a gymnast. It was, I was a competitive gymnast and this whole sport of gymnastics in general is really, really complicated. Just like every sport, you know, every sport has its pros and its cons. I love the sport. I really do. I've loved it forever. It's always been something that's at the beginning. It brought me a lot of joy, like a lot of joy. Um, towards the end, not so much. Didn't bring me so much joy anymore, which is um, obviously why I stopped. I quit gymnastics in 2020, right before the pandemic started for other reasons. But I guess what I'm going to talk about kind of has to do with those reasons. But it was like bigger reasons beyond that. Um, but the sport in general is very – I don't want to go too into the sport because it's supposed to be more of a general thing with like all sports. But the sport of gymnastics, basically, you're judged on everything. You start out – I feel like it's very telling of how it, everything works in the real world where like you start out at like a 10, like a perfect 10. And then you do your routine and you like like do a routine on a certain event. And then they basically dock you off. Like you start at 10 and then they keep docking you off. And that like – for different things, you know, different errors that you make. And what gymnastics, it's such, it's a sport that's so specific that it's like, it, what I mean by that is like, literally it's like, can you point, it's from the, like your toes to your fingertips. It's like, how hard are you pointing your toes? Is there energy flowing through your fingers? Like, is your chin up? Are you smiling to the judges? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? There's so much, but that's the sport, you know, it's like, that's what you kind of sign up for. You sign up for like you work your ass off in the gym and then you go to a competition um, or a meet and you're being judged on your work and you're being judged on your routines. And I think I think from a young age, being judged um, by literally everything you do can be really challenging because once again, I love this sport. I really do. And I feel like I'm contradicting myself, but it's like, but at the same time, I don't think it was the best because what happens is then obviously then like after they score you, then you like have your, the award ceremony afterward and you're getting medals and you're placed or whatever. And then it's like normal for people to compare yourselves. Like you're, it's easy to compare yourself to someone else. It's not like basketball or football or something like that, where it's like teams are against teams. It's like, no, individually you are trying to better yourself by like you try to better yourself because you want to get like compete against this person or you want to like reach this person's level whatever it may be so it's a little difficult because it's like an individual sport and they're literally judging you on every single little thing like from the way your hair looks from your leotard color to like obviously they can't dock points for that but like I'm just saying there's certain like obviously bias or judgment that comes in as in like anything um but basically that was – I think it was a lot – like I'm looking back at like my experience with the whole sport and like obviously I would never take it back because it's taught me so much about who I am as a person. It's helped me grow tremendously. It's helped me gain so many skills that I wouldn't have gained otherwise, like grit and determination and that kind of stuff. However, it also brought me to some of the lowest points in my life. Um because of both like how I was and how I felt and like various injuries and such and the relationships I created with some people that went to the same gym as I did and I don't want to come off as like trashing anyone or being like this this that but like some of the relations I relationships I had with people were toxic like period they were toxic and it frustrates and it frustrates me kind of because I was in these relationships for such a long time and like my whole like adolescence, but obviously like a 
it, it everything stemmed in the sport off of like comparing yourself to one another and comparing yourself to your teammates and like saying like oh my god they got this score I got this score like oh my god I'm like worse than them or whatever and then you try to like be better and get skills faster and you try to get that um recognition from the coaches of them saying better or them saying good and okay, you can move on to the next thing, that kind of thing. That's what you're constantly searching for, at least in the sport of gymnastics. I think that goes for like figure skating as well and um, dance. I'm trying to think of other sports, that kind of stuff. It's like moving on to the next level and always competing with your teammates and such. So I think there's always this like comparing that occurs in the, like you can't, you can't avoid it because that's like the sport. Um, It sucks because it's like, sometimes you just feel like it's a little exhausting constantly comparing yourself to others especially from such a young age like comparing yourself to others and being I want to be there and I want to be there and they have this but I have this and it's so exhausting just doing that especially when you're so young and it's just I don't know I think it definitely took a toll on my mental health when I was that young and it took a toll on the relationships and the foundation of the relationships I ended up creating um not all of them. I want to like say that not all of them, just some of them. Um, like very, very few. I also like, I don't know. It was just, I want to go back to kind of like what I wanted to start off talking about with was like, so that's kind of the vibe of gymnastics as a sport. Same probably with figure skating and dance and other sports as well. I'm just forgetting. Um, but I think this goes, going back to the whole topic of sports-induced anxiety, um, I want to quickly talk about, like, what the environment was like when I practiced the sport um, and how that kind of affected my relationships and stuff like that. Um, I, the relation, the environment I was in, the atmosphere I was in, it's so complicated because it's, like, part of me is like, these people are my family. I love them. Like I, like I love them so much. Um, and it's just like, they taught me so, especially like my coaches, it's like, these people have taught me so much about who I am as a person. And there've been times where, you know, like they were some struggles. And then there were some times where I was like, this is like my family, like I just said. Um, and I think, I don't know, but it's always difficult when you have a relationship with like your coaches because it's like you're close to them, but it's also like they're there to judge you and to kind of like correct you and help you in the sport. Um, and and then obviously you're surrounded. That's like one part of the environment, right? And then you're surrounded by your teammates and or the people, whatever your peers, wherever you are. Um, and that it's very important to have like I don't I don't know what I'm trying to say but it's like some of the relationships I had at least were super toxic and others I'm like they were my best friends and they like some of them still are you know so it's definitely it's a difficult thing to talk about because I don't want to like come across as like they did this and they did this and whatever but it's like and I don't want to like put everyone in the same category but I do think it's important to like talk about some of the shit that happened um, nothing, nothing too serious happened, but it was just like the constant competition and comparison. And it was like, um, I don't, I don't know how, like, uh, far I want to get into this because it's going to get too specific and then people are going to know who I'm talking about. But, um, some of the relationships I had because they had such a rocky foundation and there were just so many insecurities and whatever, um, it was like they were so extremely toxic that like I think I said this in one of the other episodes like I it's so hard to say because it wasn't just those relationships it was a relationship I had outside of the sport as well but like the whole thing of comparing yourself and like in gymnastics it became with some of my relationships you're not comparing yourself based on the sport anymore it became comparing yourself who you are as a human being what your personality is how many friends you have, what you wear, what you look like, how you like, how you're all that little bullshit stuff that like doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. I mean, besides like, I guess, personality and how you treat people, but like that kind of stuff began to be like a huge focus for some people. 
Um, and it really, it was a lot um, for me because it was just this constant thought of like, I'm never going to be good enough because these people I'm surrounded, not, oh my God, I don't want to say, not people, like some people, very few people, um, some people in my life are like, I don't know. I feel like there's nothing worse. Like this goes for any relationships ever. I feel like there's nothing worse than realizing that those who, that you mean nothing to those who mean the most to you, if that makes any fucking sense. It's like, realizing that like these people that you would like take a bullet for and you love and they're your best friends and you would do anything for they don't give too much of a shit about you or at least it felt that way and that shit hurts it hurts so bad because it's like oh it fucking hurts so bad because it's like when you're so young especially it's like you just get hit and you're like I was definitely in like denial. I was like, no, they care about me. They care about me. They just have a weird like way of sharing, showing it. Like, <clears throat> sorry. Um, they just have a weird, weird way of showing it. And like, no, they care about me. They love me. I'm like, whatever. And then it got to the point where I was like, holy fuck, this is not how you're like, why? Like, it, I felt like I deserved that treatment in a way. Um, like, I felt like I deserved to be treated like shit because I was convinced that I was mm, I wasn't a worthwhile human being. I was convinced that I was fucking worthless and I should be grateful to have them in my life regardless of how horrible they treated me. I was just like I was so fucking like convinced. I don't know what other word to use, but like I was just like, yep, 100% these people are like my people. I love them so much. You know, maybe I'm just not that lovable. You know, maybe I'm just exactly what they're implying and maybe I, I'm i just grateful to have them in my life and that's it. I don't, like, they could say sh- horrible shit about me. They could tell me how my hair looks like shit. They could say I dress horribly. They could say my I have no personality and that I am way too fucking sensitive. It's like, for me, the whole sensitive thing, I think I talked about this in another episode, but that stuff was beyond me because I'm like, if you're literally going to tear someone apart so fucking much and make them feel so fucking worthless, worthless, worth, I can't fucking speak, so fucking worthless about themselves and make them feel just like they deserve nothing in this world and that they're just taking up space, when you continue to do that and you're calling them sensitive for having some sort of reaction to that kind of negative behavior or a negative like way of like addressing them or whatever, then it's like you have do you expect me and do you expect other people to just sit there and fucking take it or laugh it off? Like, no, it's not fucking funny when you call someone ugly. It's not fucking funny when you just say someone has no fucking personality and that they're just like boring and useless and they're this, that. Like, it's not fucking funny. So yeah, I'm going to react. And I was also not someone that like react a bunch. I just wouldn't fucking laugh. I just didn't think it was funny because to me, I was like really hurting. And I was just trying to change myself and I was trying to be who they wanted me to be so I could feel accepted and I could feel like I belong in something and that I was like not just taking up space and that I was like, I was worth it. And it was just like, and then when you try so hard to like make people like accept you and they still don't give a shit, it's just like, you just, it's so fucking exhausting. And so when that shit happened, it was like, yeah, I'm fucking like, it's like, you're so sensitive. Why can't you take a joke? And I'm like, you call me ugly 500 times is not a fucking joke. You saying I'm not fucking funny and that I don't have a personality and that I should just like, whatever. That's not funny. That's not a joke. That's being rude and mean. And like, I don't know what else to say. It's just like, it's not okay to treat people like that. It's not. And like, I was treated like that for so fucking long and I thought I deserved it. Like so many people think they deserve that kind of fucking treatment and you don't. You don't deserve that treatment. You deserve to be treated like a fucking king and queen or whatever. You deserve to be treated like a worthwhile human being. You deserve to be treated with love and respect and compassion. Not with like a bunch of hatred. It's it's ridiculous. Um, I feel like I just like, uh, went kind of off the rails there for a second and I kind of forgot what I was talking about. But anyways, those kind of relationships, not only in my sport, but outside as well, 
Um, we're extremely fucking, I can't, okay, we're extremely challenging and taxing on my mental health, as you probably understood, because I just want like a mini rant, but um, that was just like, it was just a lot for me um, to be in those relationships and to go to gymnastics practice every day and to just stick with it. And I didn't realize until, I kid you not, quarantine that I was being treated so poorly. Like, I didn't, I couldn't wrap my head around it because I was like, no, I deserve this treatment. I did, like, I was pissed, obviously, and I'd complain. But, like, deep down, I was like, okay, well, they're treating me like this for a reason, right? There can't be more than one person treating me like this unless there's something wrong with me. Like, I'm the common denominator. I'm the person that's, like, the only thing that, like, makes... If they're both treating, if a bunch of people are treating me like this, not a bunch, but if a couple of people are treating me like, like this, then maybe I deserve it. And I convinced myself that I deserve that kind of treatment, which I fucking didn't. And no one deserves that, deserves that type of treatment. So if you are getting that right now and you're in that same situation that I was in, you don't fucking deserve that type of bullshit treatment. Um, you deserve to be treated like the god or goddess or, you know, whatever that you are, you know, you deserve to be treated with respect, compassion, and love, and that's it, you know, I just think in those relationships, I, um, I just, like, realized during quarantine that, like, I was begging these people for, like, respect, and I was begging them for clarity, and compassion, and love, and, just like the bare, like I just realized that I was begging them for the bare fucking minimum, and that was ridiculous. I like I was begging them to treat me like a human being, and they couldn't even give me that. And that's when I just realized that like they were just ridiculously toxic, and I couldn't do it anymore. And so I had to walk away from those relationships to save myself. And yeah, but anyways, those relationships. Going back to the whole topic, those relationships. And going into, like, even before I got to the gym, you know, just the drive there or whatever, or before the drive there, it was, like, I I felt really anxious. And I don't know if it was more, like, anxious or just, like, nervous because I was, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, I'm, like I'm, I, I, like, I'm not ready for this. I know I look like shit today. I know I feel, like, I feel shitty. I look shitty. I can't deal with this today. I can't deal with this right now. I'm just over it, you know? <laughs> and it was just, like, having to experience those relation like those toxic relationships which i think a lot of lot of people experience and then wanting to like and then a bunch of other shit that happened at my practices as well it was just like it was just so exhausting i can't think of a different word it was just like taxing on my mental health and it just felt like there was no end in sight really and like to and then I obviously quit gymnastics and then COVID happened. Um, but that was one part of my anxiety when it came to sports because of the relationships I'd, some of the relationships I'd built um, in my sport. I, but then there were also like, I feel like I'm not being specific enough and people are going to like think that I'm talking about them when I'm really not talking about them. Um fuck okay <laughs> I'm just nervous and I'm over like thinking it now because I'm like oh my god people are gonna think like I'm yelling at them and I'm yelling at like I'm not trying to be hateful towards anyone I'm really not I'm just trying to say like how I felt and I feel like I just like invalidated my emotions and my feelings for so fucking long that like I'm over that shit now and it's more of like me saying how I felt and not letting anyone invalidate it. And if like you feel like, oh, holy shit, she's talking about me. Instead of like, oh my God, I don't know how to go. Like, but like, instead of feeling like, oh my God, she's attacking me. She's a horrible person. Maybe think like, okay, she felt like this point blank period. And if I treated her and any, or if I was like mean to her or or to anyone, this goes to anyone. If someone is like holy, and I I do this as well. Like I think of this all the time. Like if I like when I've treated people in my past poorly, 
it's like it takes a it, you really got to bring your ego down a little bit a lot of it really and you got to take a step back and be like okay i clearly mistreated this person i'm not going to blame them for speaking up about it i'm not going to blame myself either mm, no i'm not going to i don't blame yourself it's just like taking accountability and being like and taking it and not shitting on yourself and whatever that no one wants that no one wants to inflict pain on others when they're trying to share what there has like how they felt in certain relationships it's more of like i i'm telling you this because i want you to grow and i want you to learn and i want you to learn how to be kind and spread kindness and love and positivity because the world needs more of it not less of it and i'm saying all this because like i just I don't want anyone to take this and be like, oh my God, she's attacking me and whatever. Like, I'm not trying to attack anyone. I'm really just saying what happened to me. And if you feel like, holy shit, either you're, you know me or you don't know me and you feel like, oh my God, I feel like I've been treated like this or someone's treated me like this or um, that's the same thing. <laughs> I've been treated like this um, or I've treated someone else like this, whatever your situation may be. Um, it's just important to understand it and like, be like okay this happened and then depending on what side you're on it's like how you approach it next but I don't know I feel like I just went like on a rant there um because I get really passionate about these things um sorry I'm like that was just a lot um anyways I'm so scared I'm so scared I like don't even know if I want to post this episode but I've been talking for like 20 minutes now so I'm just don't want to scrap it either. Mm, I'm nervous. Okay, I'm like nervous and I haven't even talked about other shit. Um, I'm just going to keep on talking. Okay. Um, next, I want to talk about, okay, I did a survey last summer maybe where I texted a bunch of people and it was like maybe 60 people came back to me and I asked them a bunch of questions regarding sports induced anxiety and such and like, what emotions they experienced at competitions and what and practices and whatever. Um, and I kind of, it was really interesting to see how much they related to my own and how much I was like, holy shit, this person was also feeling really anxious or nervous or like scared to go into practices because of the skills they were doing and like the skills they were like um, executing. Um, and that made me feel really like reassured that like, holy shit. Okay. I am not alone in this. I wasn't the only one that was like, even though I know I wasn't the only one going, like I talk with my teammates a lot about it. Like how, like we were all nervous because like when you're a competitive athlete, you, there's a certain standard you have to reach and meet. And especially in the sport I do and a bunch of other sports, it's like you do one thing wrong if you're at a higher level. You do one thing wrong and it's like you can seriously hurt yourself. So you got to be like on your A game all the time. And I think that kind of freaked a lot of people out because they were like, oh, my God, I got to be awake. I got to be dis-. like and then also wanting to like um, kind of impress your coaches and make your coaches feel like happy, you know, like. Be like, I put the work in, now I want to show it. I want to like show exactly what I've done. I think that is also what a lot of people are scared of because they're like, oh my God, like either like I don't want to do this thing, whether it's like a difficult skill, something you're scared of, something you struggle with in the past. It's like, I don't want to go to gym or I don't want to go to practice today because like I'm scared of doing this. I'm scared of hurting myself again or doing this new skill or getting hurt or whatever that's completely normal. But like, also, it, it, I feel like that came off as sarcastic. That is actually completely normal. Or also, um, just being nervous to not try something new. But I mean, I guess try something new. Um, whatever it may be, it's just, it's a lot. Even like on the drive to go to your practice, it can be really overwhelming and a lot to just like, holy crap, I don't know how this practice is going to, I'm nervous of either, like, sometimes it's about, like, I've been gone, like, I've missed a couple practices for whatever reasons, and then it's, like, the nervous of that, or, like, being nervous of trying a new thing, like I just said, or being nervous because you just got injured, 
um, which I have a lot of um, experience in, and I want to get into that later. But any of those types of things like that you feel before you even get to your practice, first of all, are completely normal. Are they fun? Fuck no. Are they like, (laughs) they're not fun to experience. They're actually terrifying. And it's this horrible feeling of like, like I remember my, my heart was like racing when I like, if and if I was gone for like a little bit and I missed a couple practice and I was like, oh my God, they're gonna get mad at me. Like, oh my God, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna be so behind and yada, 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 all that stuff. And I just remember like, oh, it was so, I, I literally, I feel like the word for this episode should be exhausted because I was exhausted. Looking back, I'm like, how the hell did I do that for so long? Like just having all of that pressure constantly. Oh my God. It was a lot. It was just like always feeling nervous to do new things. And I think in for my in my development in my sport at least, it got to a point where I was like not looking forward to going into practices because I was not look I did not want to progress in my sport because progressing meant doing more difficult skills which I was so scared of doing, like, like I would do anything else than do that, like, new skill or do that thing, like, I was so scared and I was, like, so anxious because I was, like, oh my god, I'm, like, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, I kept on overthinking it and it was just such an uncomfortable feeling and it was such a shitty feeling because you don't want to feel it. I feel like what happened with me was, like, I looked back and I was, like, when I was younger and I was doing this sport, I had the time of my life. I loved going to practices. I had fun. And then that fire and that love for the sport started to fade away a lot, like really quickly. And it became more of like fear. I was always scared of going to practices. I was always happy when practices were canceled. I was happy when we got, I don't know. It was just like, I became happy when I would not have to go, which isn't what you should be doing. You should not be in a sport if you're not happy doing the sport. But I think the loss of my happiness, like doing the sport, obviously was as a result of a bunch of different factors. I think a lot of it has to do with my relationships, but then more of it has to do with my injuries. (laughs) Um... I don't know. Oh, I like this is such a big topic for me because there's so much shit. And I don't obviously want to like expose my whole fucking medical history, but it's pretty hefty. Um, uh, And I feel like it's just such a big thing. But I'm going to talk about it because a lot of people have injuries. And I'll, I don't know why I fucking just saying that injuries. No. A lot of people get injuries. A lot of people. It sucks. It really fucking sucks. But it's it happens. And it's no one's fault. It is no one's fault when you get hurt. I mean, unless it's like, I don't know, someone genuinely hurt you, then of course it's like their fault or like physically assaulted you, then it's your fault, their fault, of course. But it's like, if it's a mishap or whatever, then what I caught myself, okay, well, oh my god, this is like jumping into it way too quickly. Um, uh, I don't know how to like, because I want to tell you guys like, okay, this is how many injuries I've had. This is how many times I've been in the hospital. Mm, I can't say that. This is how many surgeries. I, I don't know. I have had so many injuries that I don't even remember anymore, which sucks a lot. I feel like it's a lot. I just, I'm trying to think of how many injuries I've had. And it's a lot. It's a pretty hefty list. Um, but I, I've had, oh uh, wait, I've had five surgeries, four of which were because of gymnastics and because of injuries related to like the sport. Um, Oh, I don't want to get, I kind of want to get in. I, I'm just like, you're probably getting really fucking bored. Cause I'm just like having a conflict with myself right now of whether or not I want to like talk about it. Um, but I'm going to, I had a lot of injuries, a lot, a lot, a lot of injuries. And looking back at it, it fucking sucks because I'm like looking at that younger girl and I'm like, like I'm looking at pictures of myself in like a hospital bed before like surgery or whatever, because like I'd hurt myself at practice or 
just wearing like a cast and being on crutches and having a like a sling and all this stuff. And I look at myself and I'm just like, fuck, man, like that, like that sucked. Like I was just always injured and everybody knew it. Everybody knew it. I was always injured. And I think it got to the point. What really frustrated with me was because, like, it kind of – I low-key, not really, but it low-key became, like, a little joke. Like, oh, is is always injured? Like, that kind of thing. And I used to, like, laugh and be like, ha, huh, yeah, like, of course. Like, I was like, that sounded like the most fake-ass laugh. But anyways, I used to laugh and, like, like or chuckle and be like, oh, yeah, true, true, you know. Um, and I used to make the joke myself. Like, of course I'm always injured and whatever. And I don't think I understood how damaging that was because I would blame myself all the time. And obviously you can say, of course you should blame yourself. Like you're the one that injured, you got injured because of this and that and the other. But it's like asking a kid to blame themselves for getting hurt on such like such like injuries that aren't just like a paper cut, you know, it's like it can sometimes be a lot and it can definitely be difficult to handle when you're so young too. So anyways, I was known as the kid that was always hurt, like always hurt. And I think what hurt the most, I feel like I'm even saying hurt. What hurt the most was that like, it made me feel like, okay, well, I don't even know where to start with this topic because there's so much to talk about. And like, I don't, it's just all over the place. Um, but I, I, obviously I've said I've got, I got injured a lot. And for me, the worst part of getting injured was not the actual injury per se, or like the pain that like it, like that I felt wherever I got injured, but it was more like literally looking over and just seeing the disappointment in my coach's eyes and whether or not they felt that way, I don't know. It just, I felt that, like, they were disappointed and frustrated in me. And I felt like I was like, well, okay, like, that really, like, I just felt like I was failing them all the time. And I felt like I was always, like, why couldn't I just keep myself together, you know? That was, like, the feeling I kind of experienced. And then I would see the same thing when my... I would say this, see the same look when my parents would come pick me up. And those, like, from those two, like, or from those people, it meant a lot because these people were, like, obviously my parents, but, like, my coaches were, like, my second parents, you know? It's, like, these people mean so much to me. And when I disappoint them and I feel like they are frustrated with me, not that any of them were frustrated with me. I just felt that way. Um it just really was like, I just blamed myself. And I was like, you fucking idiot. Can you not keep yourself, keep it together, hold yourself together, stop being such a wimp. Like, why can't you just be like everyone else and just not stop getting injured, you know? And I think that's obviously a really, really um, toxic mindset to have. But obviously I had it and I got injured a lot. So I definitely saw those looks a lot. And I used to go I was probably for a couple, like when I was injured, I would probably be in the doctor's office like twice a week for like appointment or like physical therapy or whatever. And another thing that happens when you get injured in the sport, you are literally on the sidelines. I don't know about other sports, but in gymnastics, you still go to every practice when you're injured. You just do like conditioning and work out on your own. And like, for example, if I've hurt my knee, then I'll work out my upper body. Or if I've hurt my upper body, I'll work my legs, that kind of thing. And that going into gym, like going into practice every day and like sitting on the sidelines and watching everyone else succeed and pass you, obviously it like hits your ego a lot, you know, but like it more, it just like you feel frustrated with yourself even more. Because you're like, fuck, I want to do that. Like, I want to be doing what they're doing. They look like they're having fun. Like, another thing that I think I was, like, harder on myself when I was younger, I was like, well, why don't the coaches pay attention to me? And now I'm like, you know, I was injured. Like, I wasn't I wasn't one of the people that could actually do stuff. So they didn't have a lot of correcting and, like, helping to do necessarily. Because, like, I wasn't doing the assignments because I was on the side doing my own stuff, you know. But 
Um, my injuries were definitely, it was just frustrating, especially, oh my God, it must've been like the last, oh my God, it's been like the last three years, not COVID, but like the year before, the three years before that were definitely the most challenging because I've been injured so many times throughout my life, but the three years, so like 20, maybe it was 2020, maybe, I think it was 2018, 2019, and 2020. Those were the most difficult years because I had so many back-to-back injuries. It was, I kid you not when I say I would literally get back from another injury and hurt myself again. Like I'm saying there's a week, like I hurt myself and then I recover and I do PT and I get back and I try to get stronger and then I get back at it again. And within a week I'm hurt again with a new thing, with a different thing. And that was really, really frustrating. Because you're like, you get like a taste of what it's like to be back. And then it's like, "Mm, no, sit on the sidelines. You're done. Like, goodbye. And that was just so fucking frustrating. And I didn't, I didn't blame anyone else because no one else could have been blamed. I just kept on blaming myself. And I kept on being like, you fucking idiot. Like, why are you like, why are you doing this? Like, it's stupid and idiotic. And I think another thing that's important to recognize, like, Obviously, there's like a huge thing that's like with your you're physically exhausted and you're hurting, but you're also like mentally drained and you're struggling with that as well. And it's so it's so challenging because you're focusing on your injury and you're focusing on getting better and getting healthier, but then you can't help but like really shit on yourself and be like, why can't you? do this. And especially for me, because I was injured so many times, it was just this constant thought of like, are you fucking kidding me? Like you piece of shit. And I fucking hate saying that shit again, like, and especially aloud, but it was that kind of thinking that I like experienced. And then it was also just like the, like, obviously with your ego, like you watch people like get better and it's like, you are jealous of that, obviously, you know? And you want that comes with I was what I was talking earlier, this whole comparison and competition aspect of like every sport. And you just watch people get better and then you're just there and you really can't do anything. So what I did when I was injured, I would get as creative as possible, at least in the beginning. I would like do mat pushes, which is like when you have like a panel mat, like a regular mat, and I'd put like 50 pound weights on it, and I would push that across the floor and whatever. And then I would like climb the ropes and tie myself with a weight jacket. And then I, like, I got so fucking bored. I would do like 10 minute planks with like a weight jacket. I was so bored that, and first of all, don't do that because that's really bad for your back apparently. But I would do that because I was like, so I didn't have anything else to do. And another thing that's like important is like to mention is like when you're injured, you literally have to like, Other people are training. Other people are getting better and you need to be mindful of that and you need to like let them obviously have the equipment and have the floor and the space, you know? And I think it just all, it just felt for, and because my injuries were so back to back the past like 2018, 19 and 20, it was just, I always felt like I was on the sidelines. But then another thing is like, what's important to also mention is like, when you're with when you're with a team, I think everyone says this, like everyone can acknowledge this, you get really close with the people and you start developing relationships because you're with them all the time and you're talking with them when you're like have a rest or whatever and you have a break. And because I was never there with them towards the end, I never got to develop those relationships anymore. And then it became feeling like left out because it was like I'm here just as much as everyone else. And I like these people are like really close and I don't know them. And like it was that kind of shit where it was like I feel like I'm I, it was like I felt like I was falling behind in every single aspect of the sport. I felt like everyone was disappointed in me. I felt like everyone was fucking like, can't she get her shit together? And I felt the same way about myself. I just like constantly blamed myself and I was like, like why like and it was like looking back it just makes me so sad because I'm like I shouldn't 
You should never do that. You should never put that much blame on yourself, especially when you're that young. Because then what happens is, first of all, like we were talking about earlier, you have this feeling of like, if you have like unstable relationships, you feel like judged based on that and you feel shitty based on that and you already think you're worthless. And then you like get injured a bunch of times and then you're like, holy fuck. Like, are you even, you're just wasting money and you're wasting time and you're just wasting space. Like, that's how I felt. And I'm I'm like, let's make, I feel like I'm saying this shit and people are gonna be like, she wants you to pity her and whatever. Like, no, honest to God, no. I just want people to understand that it's not, a big thing for me was like, people would be like, what, like I would, people would find out I was injured and they would react by going like, you're injured again. And it sounded like they were frustrated with me. And I was like, are you, you think I want to be injured? You think I want to be in pain? You think I want to be like mentally exhausted and sit on the sidelines and watch everyone else succeed and go to physical therapy and go to doctor's appointments? You think I want that? It's wasting time and money and energy. And it's just not, this isn't a fun thing. And I think when you are injured so many times, people like have this certain perception of you of like, oh, you're used to it kind of, or like, but when people reacted that way, like, oh my God, you're injured again. And I think that kind of came out of like what I was talking about earlier, that whole joke with like, and I, that I participated in and that I like definitely like obviously said a bunch of times. And and it was kind of the thing of like, you, like I'm always injured, like, and that made a thing, but then people would like get frustrated with me because they're like, oh my God, you're injured again. And I was like, yep. Like, I didn't know what to say. Um, And what's really frustrating and what kind of, like, took me to the end of my career with my sport was realizing that the injuries weren't worth it. Like, I kept on getting hurt because I was, like, doing these harder-level skills and I kept on getting hurt for whatever reasons. And I realized I don't want to be young and be, like, not, like, have, like, pain every time I walk because my knees hurt so much. And I don't want to have wrist problems forever. I don't want to have back problems forever. Like I'm young. I have a life to live. I'm not, it's not worth it to me. And it's like, it's not worth it to me to have a freaking, like I have like a, I don't know. No, I won't say that. But like, like I have like, I'm, I have pain and I'm just like, like I go on a run and my knees hurt like hell. For what reason, you may ask? Because I used and abused them so much. I'd get injured and then I'd ignore them and then I'd get more injured and then I'd have to sit out and then I'd get back too fast. Like there's so much shit that I'm just like, I didn't take care of your body. Like your body is your temple, you know, and you should treat it as such. You should, like you have one body for your whole life. You should treat it with respect. The same thing goes for your brain and like you need to treat yourself with respect. And you need to take care of yourself. And I wasn't doing that in my sport. And I realized whether I want liked it or not, I was going to be injured because of my past injuries. Like my past injuries were going to cause new injuries. And I just had to realize that and realize it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth what I was going through. It, that wasn't worth the outcome because I wasn't happy anyways. Because I felt like I was always on the sidelines and I was always behind. So it was like, It just felt like there wasn't going to be a good outcome. And the reason I kept on staying with my sport was my dedication towards the sport, towards the gym I practiced at, towards my coaches most of all because I respect them so much. Um, And just they – like I have so much respect towards them and the work they do that I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to leave them. I don't know if they cared or not. I think they did um, because they're really loving and kind people. But it's like, I just think COVID really helped me a lot. And oh my God, I hate saying that because it's like such a horrible thing that's happened and people have struggled so much. But for my mental health, it was a lot. It really helped me. Um and I feel like it's so selfish to say that, but like it allowed me like the, I felt like the world slowed down so that I could rediscover myself. Obviously that didn't happen for, it was for me, obviously. Oh God. Um, but like, 
I feel like it was just a way for me to step, like, walk away from my toxic relation, the toxic relationships I was a part of. It was a way for me to walk away from what had become my toxic relationship with my sport and start healing the relation, the unhealthy relationships I had with myself. Um, and I think ha- those injuries were, like, a big part of it. I just remember, like, um, the last injury I had was in December of 2019. And, um, well, okay, let me tell you real quick because this was like a really difficult year. Um, my first injury, no, it wasn't even my first injury that year. It was like my third injury that year. Um, but it was like in the fall. I had surgery right before my birthday. And then a couple months later, I had surgery right before Christmas. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like the two, in my opinion, the two best days of the year. (laughs) Like, and it was so annoying because then I was like feeling really shitty and was in a lot of pain on those days, which sucked. Um, But obviously there's worse things that you can go through. That's also one thing I want to talk about um, later. But I think, so those injuries were just so I remember okay I remember when I came home from the last injury I remember sitting in my room sitting on my bed like looking in the mirror that sounds so depressing I remember looking in the mirror and looking at myself and like fucking bawling my eyes out and just like being so disappointed and who I was and like literally having so much hatred for myself. I just remember bawling, you know, when like, I gotta keep together, but like, you know, when you, when you're like crying and like, you gotta cover your mouth because you're like, I'm gonna make too much noise, you know? That's the shittiest fucking feeling there is because you're like, someone's gonna hear me. Um, if I make, like, if I, whatever, um, but that was a lot, or, like, where you, like, really, it's the type of thing where it's, like, sometimes you cry, and you just cry, and the tears just roll down, and you feel shitty, sometimes you have happy tears, but most of the time, for me, it's not that, but sometimes it's just, like, you're crying so much that you're, like, hyperventilating, and then you literally, like, there's, you can't hold it in, that's what it was that night, that was how frustrated I was with myself that I'd gotten there again. And that was when I was like, I was just so mad at myself, like so mad at myself. And I felt like everyone was mad at me too, regardless if they were or not. It just felt like that. It really fucking felt like that. I felt like everyone was disappointed in me and frustrated with me and angry at me and just pissed off and I just it was just and it was all my fault and it all could have been like I felt like it all could have been prevented if I was just like not who I was you know I don't know that didn't make any sense but I just feel like I took it all on myself and it was really not the smartest thing to do clearly because it didn't it took me to some really really fucking dark places Um, but at the same time, it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about resilience. Um, but I didn't learn a lot of that stuff until, because I kept on learning that when you get injured or whatever, it's like, okay, you get stronger, you build back like freaking Kelly Clarkson's not like, oh, I hate that I'm quoting that, but it's like, what doesn't kill you you makes you stronger. That kind of mindset is the beginning when you're like either injured for the first time, second time, third time, whatever. It's that mindset where it's like, I'm going to come back and I'm going to be stronger and I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. That's the kind of thing that like, is really like that's what you think at first right and then after you've had a lot of injuries for me at least it was like I just started giving up I was like nope you are literally never gonna get your shit together apparently so why like even try you know it was like the feeling of like why am I trying to get stronger because I just know when I'm gonna come back to gymnastics I'm gonna hurt myself again and we're gonna be back to square one again So it just like, I just gave up. Um, And that was not healthy, obviously. And it was just like, oh, sorry, you probably just heard my laptop. But 
I don't know. That's kind of what happened. I feel like I didn't, I don't know what I just said. Um, why was that literally all over the place? Um, but I just want to talk about, that's my story or part of it at least. Obviously, I'm not going to share the whole thing. That's part of it at least. Um, and I, once again, I just want to say, if you've li- listened this long, I'm not saying this to make anyone pity me or to make anyone whatever. I'm just trying to say this to say this so I can validate my feelings. Like, honestly, it's more for me than for anything else. It's for me to talk and like talk and say how I felt open and honestly. And like, if anyone can take anything away from this, um, either you can take, you can learn to sympathize with people who, um, have, you know, sports induced anxiety and you can tell, um, that they're like not happy doing their sport or they're really struggling, please sympathize with them and help them any way you can. Obviously, if you're listening to this and you are experiencing that right now or you have, you obviously know that I'm here for you and that you can always contact me whenever you need my help. Honest to God, call me, text me. I don't give a shit what I'm doing. I will help you. Ugh, that sounded weird. Um, I will, I'll listen to you and I'll fucking support you whatever you need I'll help you with it um and if I don't know you obviously you can always go into our website in the description and you can scroll all the way down either on the main page or on the one of the like the the sub pages I think that's what it's called um you can like send me a message and we can chat there um or you can just dm me on instagram and Yeah, so that's a different way you can contact me. I just think it's important if you've experienced this before, just know that it's not just fucking you and that like shit gets better. You just got to learn to focus on yourself and take the proper steps to either step away from your sport if it's not bringing you any happiness anymore. If it's not bringing you happiness, it's like you have one life to live, one life to live. And if you honest to God love this sport and it's bringing you joy and happiness, then continue. Continue because then it's like worthwhile. But if you are just doing it for other reasons and all your, you're not getting any happiness, any joy, any whatever out of it, then I would recommend taking a step back, seeing how you feel without doing it. If you miss it, you miss it. And then go back or try a different program within that sport, whatever it may be. Um, and then if you don't, and if you on if you do that and you're like, I don't miss this sport that much, then find something else to, you know, pursue your own happiness. Do something else that, you know, you're passionate about or something. Don't, I think what I found myself doing was like constantly doing stuff for other people and like. Or really, yeah, or it was just like, it wasn't even the question to me to like stop doing my sport. Like that wasn't even the question. Um, And then obviously COVID happened and stuff. And so it kind of like allowed me to take a step back and be like, you know what? I don't regret anything that happened because it's literally made me into the person I am today. I don't regret any relationships I had, any of that stuff. I've, I've like made amazing relationships with people there, you know, with my coaches and with some of the girls like I've been able to do that but then at the same time it's like it's time for me to be done that's where I got to I was like shit happened some was good some was not so good I'm done like I'm good I'm done I'm I'm out of here like it was fun sometimes like I don't I don't know I feel like I'm just like not zoning off now because I've literally been talking for like 30 minutes um oh my god I want to talk more about um all of this but I just don't I don't I don't know I feel like I just I feel like I'm getting tired of talking to be completely honest with you which is such like a uh I feel like I shouldn't be doing that because I'm doing a podcast and I should be able to talk for a long time But to be completely honest with you, when you're not sharing a conversation and you kind of share the time, talking for, what has it been, like 40 minutes, something like that, talking for that long is 
so tiring <laughs> and my throat hurts and I'm a little tired um, and I should probably go to sleep, but I have more to talk about, but I actually have more. I definitely did not hit all the points, not even close to all the points I wanted to hit with this episode. So I'm actually, I've, uh, planned a couple episodes, um, in the future related to this topic and I'm going to have guests on. So you get others, someone else's input and someone else's take and experience with the same kind of thing. Um, and I just feel like I didn't, I feel like this was just a really big fucking rant of me just like, oh, ranting about the whole thing and about my injuries and some of my relationships and all that stuff. Um, but I just, I don't know. I feel like I want to say more, but I'm also not like I'm zoning out right now and I'm so close to like falling asleep right by, my, right by the microphone. Um, but anyways, so you're going to hear a lot more about this topic, whether you like it or not, because I I think this topic is important. It applies to some people, and some people think it's really fucking worthless. So obviously, I'm spreading out uh, the guest episodes where I, we talk about this a little further because I want to not bore everyone if you don't think it's important. Uh, I think, I mean, if you can't relate to it, that's what, like, or if you can't you're not, you've never been in a situation where you felt it or anyone close to you has felt it, you know? Um, but either way, if you're listening to this and you've never f- experienced sports-induced anxiety and you don't know anyone that's experienced it, it's still good to educate yourself and good to um, understand and gain some, gain just, I don't know, understanding for what others go through and such. Um, so yeah, if there's anything else, I'm trying to think of other things I want to say, but I think this is it. I'm sorry for this episode being chaotic. I feel like I yelled and then I got quiet and then I was like about to cry and then I yelled again (laughs) and not yelled. I just raised my voice and got passionate about what I was talking about. But yeah, I think that's it. I am going to go to bed now, but I really fucking appreciate everyone who's listened to this podcast. It really means a lot to me. And yeah, um, before I do the outro, I'm going to plug really quickly our socials so you can follow our socials in the description or you can go to our website or and or you can do both. Um, you can go to our website and there you'll find blog posts and you can sign up for the blog post. So you'll get an email every time I, up- I upload a new episode um, and on the you can like privately chat and you can you can either dm on socials um or you can contact me through the website as well and yeah that was kind of the plug for that um yeah i think that's it i really hope you're doing well i hope you're taking care of yourself like i said at the beginning of this episode i hope you're taking care of yourself it's really fucking important to acknowledge how you're feeling and to validate your emotions and yeah um okay let me do the outro now before i fall asleep um fuck what was the outro okay i remember now i'm sorry i like blank out every time i do it because i just like put it in the wrong order in my head but anyways do not forget to protect your peace to get rid of toxic energy to cultivate love, and to cleanse your space. If you're listening to this in the morning, good morning, beautiful. This is probably, you probably don't eat any coffee this morning because this was quite the emotional roller coaster. Um, I hope you have an amazing, beautiful, wonderful day because you fucking deserve it. Get shit done. You got this. Um, If you're listening to this during the day, I hope you've been having an amazing, beautiful day. I hope you carve some time out today to take care of yourself and to focus on your mental health because it's really fucking important, and I hope you're doing well. Um, And if you're listening to this at night, you should probably go to sleep because I need to go to sleep, and you probably should get some rest because you definitely need it just like I need it. I hope you get some deep sleep. Um, I hope you're doing well. I hope you 
for whatever reasons. Forgive yourself tonight and recommit tomorrow morning. I hope you get some deep sleep and are ready to fucking take on the day tomorrow. Um, I love you all and I feel like I fucking missed something, but then I also don't remember. I'm going to go to sleep now. I hope, I don't know. I don't know what I hope. I hope we spread more love in this world. Okay, that fucking, you can tell I'm like about to go to sleep because I'm just saying a bunch of random shit. Um, But yeah, thank you for listening. I love you so much. And yeah, I think that's it. Okay, bye.